Welcome back into one-on-one, New York's longest-running sports call-in show. I'm Andrew Galata, alongside Andrew Posadas, and we are joined by Essence Carson. She's a WNBA champion, all-star, and former New York Liberty first-round pick. How are you doing, Essence? I'm good. How are you guys this morning? Doing good. Definitely doing uh, great. And I wanted to start off with some recent news about the NCAA tournament and the disparity between the men's and women's facilities um, at the bubble down there in Indianapolis. Um, as a former college athlete and kind of having that experience with sharing facilities with the men and like having that same dynamic, what were your initial thoughts on the news and just, you know, stuff like that? You know, it's, it's very disheartening, you know, it's to, to see things like that happen, um, especially, you know, um, being a collegiate athlete at one point and understanding the, the many hours that you put into your craft, right? Um, there's no shortage of hours there. There's no shortage of, of hard work there, right? Um, and especially in comparison to your counterparts, um, you, you, both of you guys put in a, a tremendous amount of work, a tremendous amount of sacrifice and dedication to, to the sport you love, right? And, and not only that, you, you, you both have to balance um, being student athletes, right? So if you, if you guys are, are, are both um, meeting the same criteria, um, it only makes sense that, that you both um, are afforded the same opportunities. Um, especially, you know, when you, I mean, to say the least, especially when you have Title IX in place, you know, that's exactly why it, it was put in place. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's very disheartening. Essence, uh, I think about something that Emmanuel Acho said the other day uh, when referring to women's sports, and I think he said something along the lines of, you can't expect maximum results with minimal effort. And it really feels like for, for the women's tournament especially, they don't get as much nationally televised games when you start with the opening rounds. I think they usually wait until the Sweet 16 to, to give it more of a national coverage. Do you agree with that sentiment that uh, until women's sports gets the national spotlight it deserves, it, it will never truly get the maximum results that I think people are looking for? Um, of course. You know, um, I, I believe that would be true with, with any product that you put out there. If, if you don't have the support behind it, um, then there's no way that it's really going, you're going to maximize its potential, right? Yeah. I'm not saying that it won't work. It's just that you won't maximize the potential of that product. And then that works the same with basketball. That's something that we've been fighting for and something that um, we as professional um, women um, have been championing for, for a long time now. And it seems that, okay, now people were able to step up to the plate and see the results, you know, or with, with increased viewership. And now you see a lot more women with um, endorsement deals. Um, and uh, I think it's deservingly so. Um, yeah, when you, when you put minimal effort behind something, you can't, ex uh, you can't expect maximum results. The, that equation just doesn't work. Now I wanted to move over to the WNBA and starting off with you, I know you're a free agent right now. What do you feel like your next steps are uh, with your playing career in the league? Um, you know, I'm always going to be ready. Those that do know me understand that, you know, I work tremendously hard um, when the lights are on and when the lights are off, right? That's just how I, I was taught, you know, how, how, how I learned the game, how I learned the game of life. You know, it doesn't matter who's watching. You still go out there and, and put in work, you know. Um, I know it's, it's about 10-something over there. But you guys, you know, I've been up at, at, since 6-something. As soon as this is done, I'm going to the gym, putting in some work on the weekend. You know, the grind never stops, you know. So I'm always be ready. 
Um, you know, so when that call comes for this year, um, I'll be ready. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always going to be a competitor. Um, I, I'm a champion. I know how to win. Um, and I know how to lead um, as far as next steps. Um, again, like I said, I'll be ready for this season. Um, and then at the same time, you know, I, I, I do have other things going on as well. Um, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the beauty of today's athlete. Um, you, you know, we're, we're not just confined to, to, to being someone that participates in our sport. You know, a lot of us have many other businesses that we're part of, whether it's our own businesses or whether we've gone ahead and stepped into other arenas um, in different industries. So, you know, with me um, being, uh, you know, uh, into music and you're in the music industry, um, you know, that's not going to stop. I'm going to continue to grind there as well. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm always going to be ready. I'm a hard worker um, and, you know, I'm a competitor. Essence, I love that you bring that up because I remember watching an interview with you and Tina Charles and Tina calling you a renaissance woman. And I think now in today's sports, we're seeing athletes, you know, we're seeing that mantra more than an athlete. I think off the top of my head, Maya Moore taking years off of her career to, to fight and help those who are incarcerated. I think about Renee Montgomery now, you know, being one of the owners of the Atlanta Dream and yourself, you know, your endeavors in the music industry how proud are you of just the progression that athletes have had in today's in today's world where they're just no longer, as you said, they're no longer confounded to their respective sport. There's so much out there for you guys to do with your platform. How proud are you when, when you see your other contemporaries and what they've been able to do off the court? I'm extremely proud. You know, um, when I was coming up, um, it wasn't necessarily the most popular thing to do. You know, uh, I always had, you know, someone in my ear, you know, that that was a, a naysayer. But then I also had an amazing supporting staff, a supporting group, right, um, supporting circle um, that encouraged me to continue to to explore my different passions and different loves and, and things like that. Um, so it's great to see people break out of that box. You know, a lot of times they try to have athletes or just people in general you know, reside and live in these in these boxes um, that are very, very tight, very, very small, very, very limiting. Um, and, and now you get to see that life is so much greater than, and so, so much greater, so much bigger than that small box that people try to get you to live in. Um, and it's, it's amazing to see people finally realize that and explore all the different avenues you know, there's so many different avenues you can go down as long as you're committed and dedicated to putting in work and to learning. Um, and you're seeing that now. Um, and it's just amazing. Yeah, I mean, I really do think that's a great sentiment. As you were saying, like, you know, the more than the athlete, you know, kind of um, sentiment and just kind of diving into that. I know the WNBA has really been the leaders of, you know, fighting social justice issues. What do you think makes the WNBA athletes kind of like the pioneers to, you know, fight social justice, maybe compared to other athletes? Um, one, women have always been on the front lines, you know, through, throughout time. I mean, not only in sports, there's just, you know, that I, I think that's just kind of in our nature. Um, man, so when it comes to the WNBA, I mean, when you look at it and you look around the league, you know, we're a reflection of society, you know, we don't, we, we definitely don't, don't have much to lose. And, but we have everything to stand for. 
Uh, you know, because there we, we see a bright future ahead of us as long as we continue to fight and, and blaze those trails. So if we were to sit down and be quiet, there would be no way we would, we would even get to the point where we are now. We wouldn't have lasted this long, right? So then if we're going to sit there and fight for ourselves, um, what, what sense does it make to be quiet about fighting for someone else? You know, um, especially when we come from these communities, these communities, the people that make up these communities are people that look exactly like us. You know, um, and so we know what it feels like to be marginalized, right? We 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 know what it feels like to be looked over, to to feel that you don't have um, a, a platform as big as your your counterparts, right? So you know, we we make the most of it, and we we definitely dedicated um, last year's season to that, and even seasons prior. Um, whether it was, you know, players individually, whether it was teams, you know, um, last year we made it a league wide effort and uh, I'm definitely happy with, with some of the, 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 the change that we were um, able to be a part of, right? We didn't make it ourselves. It was you guys. It was, it was the country that, that actually were able to tune in, listen and, and be, um, I guess, in, inspired or maybe just reminded, you know? Um, yeah. we kind of became the megaphone for, for some of those who felt that their voices were not heard, um, or maybe too small. You know, we were, we were a reminder that you too have a voice and don't be afraid to use it. It doesn't matter whether, um, you're making, you know, um, $7 an hour, whether you're, you're blessed enough to, to pull in, um, I don't know, a $200 million contract, you know, at the, at the end of the day, we're all human. First, Essence, I want to get your thoughts about the game on the court. Obviously, from when you got in to now, what are the biggest changes in the development of the women's game? What are some things that you like? And where do you think the game is heading moving forward? We're seeing so much more athleticism. We're, we're seeing more, more young women out there dunking. Where do you see the game moving in, in the future? I mean, you can definitely see where it's moving already. Um you know, uh, much higher scoring games, you know, you kind of liken it to the, to the men's side where, where now you're seeing, um, you know, you, you have five people on the floor that, that can be effective offensively. You know, it, it used to be, you know, uh, you maybe had two people that were able to actually score at a high clip and then it became the three, with, you know, with the big three. Um, and then now, you know, you have these stretch fours and even stretch fives yeah. that can, you know, get out there and, and play behind the arc and they're not afraid to let that thing fly. Um, so, I mean, the game is definitely spreading wide open, which is definitely creating more lanes for, for you to see, you know, um, people driving to the lane, you know, getting to the cup. Um, you, so in being able to showcase the athleticism, the game is definitely speeding up. You're going to see much more higher scoring games. Um, again, it, it's, it's, a, it's, is good. I mean, the players are getting better and better each year, like you said, more athletic, um, you know, and you can attribute that to, to, to players starting much younger, um, um, you know, and they're developing their skill set at a much younger age and even just understanding what it looks like to, to put in work. What does that look like? You, you know, um, I know people before when, when the WNBA first came around, you didn't really know what you had to do in order to become a professional athlete. You just kind of just play ball. So now, you know, the, the, the people, this generation that's coming up now, they've been able to, to, to watch the WNBA throughout their entire lifetime, 
right? And um, be inspired and and not only that, uh, set the bar for themselves. And um, they've been doing a great job, uh, you know, um, hands down. I mean, hats off. I mean, that's, that's definitely a great job. Um, that they've been doing as athletes to push themselves and, and, you know, whether it's their parents or whether it's their coaches, their trainers, you know, they're, they're making them hard nose and making them tough. Yeah, and I think a lot of people saw that, you know, progression in the game in the bubble. I think more eyes were on, you know, the WNBA. I mean, I just wanted to ask, what was it like playing like in a bubble and like how different is that, you know, playing the normal times? <laughs> Um, for me, it was cool. You know, um, I'm okay with, with just being stationary. But, um, you know, it, I know it's tough for a lot of people, um, not being able to move around freely um, and, and enjoy the many things that they do like to do. So, you know, so they're, you know, we don't just only play basketball. You know, I love, <laughs> you know, that's not, you know, um, that that is our profession. Um, I mean, for lack of better words, it is our job, but there's so many other things that people like to do. And when you take those things away from them, sometimes it weighs on them a lot mentally. Um, so being seeing a lot of people struggle with, with playing inside of a bubble mentally, that was like the biggest part of it. Um, and, you know, today's life is it's just different. You know, living life through a pandemic is just different all around, even if you were at home, you know, self-quarantining at home. Um, safe at home orders and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, you know, so that in itself was just a different world. And you add the element of basketball, playing without fans, you know, you had to adjust to that, you know, playing in front of fans for so long, feeding off the crowd. You know, oftentimes we say the crowd is either your six man or your, the X factor and they can kind of get behind you and kind of get you over those humps in the game, right? Um, when you take that element away, it's like strict, it's purely you know, just you um, and your teammates out there just just trying to pump each other up. And, you know, you can't deny the fact that the crowd definitely adds an element to the game. But um, what you were able to see was that a lot of athletes just key in, um, band together, and just continue to motivate themselves and, and bring it back to, to the fundamental element of the game, which is just being a competitor and just playing your ass off. And... Essence, before we get you out of here, I, I mentioned the interview that you had with Tina. At the beginning of that video, though, there was a song you were buying. I believe it's called Floss, and that instrumental had my head bumping. So, Essence, I think the most important question is off the court, what new are we getting any new music? What what are what are the plans for the music in the future for you? Because that song in the beginning, let me tell you something. I was bumping to that, so I need to know what's up with the music. <laughs> Man, there's a lot that's going on with the music, you know, on, you know, my side personally, you know, definitely crafting up a lot of, a lot of things on my side um, to give to you guys, you know, um, just been taking in all the different experiences throughout this past year. Um, a lot of the things could, you know, some might take as being heavy, but at the same time, there are things that we need to, to talk about and we need to hear. So I've just been putting something together that kind of like surrounds, you know, uh, that, that viewpoint, because I think it's a very important time. And, um, you know, at this time, I think some people need a little guide in life. That was w <laughs> great, great. <laughs> a WNBA champion, all-star, and musician as well, Essence Carson. Thank you for joining us, Essence. Thank you, uh, thank Essence. You for having me. Thank you for having me, guys. We'll be right back on One on One, New York's longest-running sports call-in show.